Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Don't lie right here on 1049 The Horn. We are happy to say that we are looking live, ladies and gentlemen, amongst the people. My first time out here at Mud Bugs, but it won't be the last. It is a beautiful location. I'm looking forward to uh, sampling some of the great food out here. It is Fat Tuesday. That is the reason we're out here, and there is a party happening at Mudbug. So if you're in the neighborhood here in Buda, come on out here and uh, just hang out with us. It's a great place. Got plenty of room for you as well. 306 South Main Street in Buda. That's where we are, Mudbugs. But we got a lot of sports to get to ton of Longhorn sports to get to. Texas basketball in action tonight versus Iowa State. Texas baseball in action tonight. So we got my man Hardball to break it all down. Also, we got NFL news, notes, and nuggets to get to. The franchise tag window officially open today. We'll talk about that a little bit. Also, Dallas Cowboys, they report they're looking at quarterbacks. In fact, they're looking at one of the top quarterbacks in this draft, potentially. Uh, that is something we'll talk about. We'll get into a lot of other uh, NBA topics, too. Uh, there is a story now that has a lot of the NBA stars being asked about load management and uh, what the NBA's answer is to load management. We'll talk about that coming up a little bit later on the show. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was the second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but the first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream and the cheese. Pimpin' ain't easy, but for him, it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Hardball Hards. What's going on, brother? I'm good, man. I, too, first time here at Mudbugs. And let me just tell you, man, keep looking around. This is one of those off-the-beaten-path types of places. Mm -hmm. But once you get down here, you're like, what took me so long to get here? This is the place you need to be. There's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful place, it's beautiful nice. layout. Oh, yeah. And, of course, it's Fat Tuesday, and what better way to bring in Fat Tuesday? Mm. Mardi Gras. By the way, I got the baby last night. I got the baby in the king cake. Ah, yeah. That's oh, what down. we do. Oh, prosperity. Luck and prosperity. I looked go. it up. Good things coming. I look it up. That's right. Good I can't wait. Coming, I can't wait. Good things coming. And something that just <laughs> came up over here is my man, RB. He hails from H-Town with the get-down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now College Hall of Fame Longhorn Ooh, Derek Johnson. Wait. 
said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But he is a fan of you, the listeners. My man and yours, Rob Babers. Here come the train, baby. That train was for us. Yeah, there it is. There it is. He's obviously <laughs> fan of the show. So he wanted to give us a shout out. That was definitely a shout out. Yeah, I mean the train tracks are really. I mean, is that that's like fifty yards? Yes, (laughs) that is a a Michael Dixon punt (laughs) from where we are. Yeah, we're about fifty yards from the train tracks right there. I mean, I'm sure if I had a really good arm, I could throw something and hit for sure train right now for sure. Quinn Quinn could. Quinn can do it. He That's right. He's going to be the number 30 overall pick. <laughs> He'd be dropping the bombs. We all hope. We all hope. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, we usually we introduce Patrick, but Patrick, Athey, he's at the area in compound. Back, actually, my man Corey twisting and tweaking the dials for us as well because Patrick's got a lot going on because yes, he's got to uh, produce the Texas uh, basketball game tonight. So he's got a lot going on. So shout out to my man Patrick, but also shout out to my man Corey back there twisting and tweaking the dials right now for us. You can always be a part of the show. Best way to do it is via Twitter because we're on the road. Yep, yep. My man Hardball is at, at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. You can always hit us up. We're at Mudbugs. It's in Buda. All right, uh, and I talked to my man Jeff Howe about it. It used to be Jeff Howe's kind of old stomping grounds out here in Buda, um, and he told me that he told me kind of a nice route to get here, first of all, um, but also uh, told me that right off Main Street. So if you're looking for it, South Main Street. Everybody in Buda or around Buda knows South Main Street. Um, so my first time here, but I am swamp people. All right, yep, yep, I'm yep. from my mom and dad, both from Louisiana, born and bred in Louisiana, both of them. All my, I would say. 60%, maybe 70% of the, my family, both sides, are in Louisiana. Yeah. Still. All over that damn place. All right? They my mama it. there, too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, my, my mama there, too. Korea, my yeah. brother-in-law, oh, he's man. born and raised in Louisiana as well. Yeah. So so Cajun is probably my my favorite genre of food. Oh, yeah. And I'm always looking for nice Cajun spots. So uh, really excited about uh, tasting mud bucks. People have been sending me suggestions yeah. and different options. So I can't wait to dive into the menu. I'm going to take some stuff home, but I'm going to try during the show to go randomly sneak in there. Yeah, yeah. Go order some stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, no question about it. So if you're, looking, if you're in the neighborhood, come on out and hang out with us. It is Fat Tuesdays. Um, okay, do we know why they added the fat to the Tuesday? No. And do we know if it's F-A-T or P-H-A-T? It's F-A. It's F-A-T. Already checked. So it's fat. So it's about getting fat. Yeah. It's like, about as they like to say, and you say sometime, girth um, will be a part of it. So it's about overindulging. Yeah. So before the Lent, before you give up whatever yep. you're going to give That's up. That's right. Go all in. Don't gorge on it. Yep. Okay. So then right. you'll have some food already stored up in yeah. your body. Gluttonous. So while you're starving. Mm-hmm. you'll be burning it, too. Okay. All right. So there you go. Yep. That's a little effort to the Fat Tuesdays. Yeah, I've been I've been trying to figure out, and I, 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 I like whoever did it or how the tradition happened, when the boobs were added to the Mardi Gras tradition. I brought beads. The boobs. Just in the case. Beads. Yes. Just in I, case we get lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, it, it, I, it can't happen any other way. No, no other place do they do that. No. It doesn't happen. You can't just do In Austin, it ain't going to happen. You specifically got to be yeah, in New Orleans a, and down there. They used to do it pretty good on, on 6th Street. They used to have everybody see, running yeah, down there. Yeah, you're right. There's a, there's a possibility. I used to sell beads on 6th Street. 
Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, during, so now we're learning more about hearts. Oh, yeah. You sold bees on 6th Street. Yeah, Fat so Tuesday. You, so you know the power of the bees. I know the power of the, the bees. The power of the bees. That's why your boy got some on, just yes. in case. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. I don't know if anybody out here in Buda is going to be flashing boobs for You'd bees. be surprised, man. When, hey, <laughs> what, you never know when to blame it on the goose. Got me feeling loose. <laughs> there will be a party out here. For so sure. We'll, uh, my man Hart, she came. He came I came prepared. That's right. I got no beads if there are boobs being flashed for beads i'm gonna steal a yeah couple I, I, of I will make sure to share oh, i'm stealing them. yeah for share. sure oh, no, I'm I'm, share. you better share because they're gonna be gone if you, know, if you don't hurry up dog if you don't hurry up oh yeah that's happening you, yeah. <laughs> you got some nice ones there too i do i do the nicer the beads i think the longer the flash there it is i think I'm gonna, you have to work for it i'm not just giving it to you just to give it to you yeah oh yeah this is our earning power you like that cheap cheap dude at the strip club oh yeah with a dollar with a dollar come on make it work for me he's just holding the dollar you gotta work for me let the dollar go it's been 45 seconds to a minute that's a third of the song. Exactly. They used right? to do the blitz. Let it go. All right? <laughs> Let it go. She's done plenty yeah. with that dollar. Uh, all right. We'll talk plenty more about Fat Tuesday. He's got a great party coming out here at Mudbug. So if you're in the neighborhood, please come out here and join us. Um, okay. Let's get to a lot of – we got a lot of Longhorn news notes and yeah. nuggets to hit. So we'll go behind the burnt orange curtain several times during the show. Uh, we do got Texas baseball, um, and we do have Texas basketball. So we'll preview – both of those matchups coming up. I, I, I think first I want to start with CDC's okay. um, his town hall meeting or whatever yep. it was. Right? I'm uh, down with that. Maybe, was it the virtual state of the program? I'm not sure exactly what, what it was called. You attended a lot of teams. Did you go to this one? I think I, it was it was happening when we were oh, on air. It started at 6 o'clock. There you go. Yeah. All right. yeah. Or, yeah, I would have been on it. You're a dutiful member of the media. <laughs> you attend these things. You do a good job. I read your notes. You Appreciate it, brother. Um, but so <laughs> I, there are a couple of little, I think, nuggets we got to hit here, just little highlights from the – you know, town hall meeting, virtual town hall meeting that he had. I think the first thing, and I've never been one to talk about the alternate uniform thing. Yep. It's just. Just it's not never, something that's part of your DNA. Yeah, and it really appealed to me, but I understand why it's a hot topic. I totally get it, why it's a hot topic. So he was, <laughs> and I, and he was asked about the alternate uniforms, potentially. Yep. And I think that this comes up every year. I honestly think it's a spring football topic that comes up every year. And honestly, usually it's realignment would come up every year, but now mm-hmm. we already know Texas is going to the SEC. There are certain topics every year that are going to come up. They're just they're pretty redundant, yep. and they're right on time. This is one of them. So he was asked about it, and here's what he said. Here's his response, CDC, <laughs> quote, uh, in, in regards to whether Texas will pursue alternate uniforms. Quote, no. I firmly believe this as long as I'm working for you, and I work for the University of Texas. Let me tell you, there's two colors, burnt orange and white. If God wanted a sunset, <laughs> if God wanted a sunset, he would have made it purple, green, and yellow, black, and red. But he made it burnt orange. When the sun rises, it's burnt orange. It's perfect. <laughs> Why would we want to do that? We're in the most traditional program in the country. We have a great logo. We have great colors. It's unique. We don't need to candy this up candy this stuff up <laughs> um i i uh look at the university of texas uh from afar and it's us usc alabama penn state they don't change there's something to be proud about that there you I'm, go we haven't worked long enough we haven't worked together long enough to you know dive into this discussion i don't know your thoughts about alternate uniforms not part of it 
You don't like it? I'm not, I'm not part of it. You, you, I mean, you not, for, not for a, a, a school like Texas. Maybe for Oregon, which has the Nike money, and they want to do different things, and they want to appeal to different people. You either understand what the colors mean and what, has been, what was been established, but I'm not part of it. I'm not part of the alternate jerseys. The only time I'd ever thought about an alternate jersey is if they would have been black, right? Like this, like the screaming well, Longhorn, like, Texas but, like Texas basketball hat. Yeah, the when, one time they, when they got and destroyed. And they never, when they got destroyed. And they, and they never brought it back. They yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. burn them things. <laughs> I think it was one. against Duke, as it a matter was, of fact. Yeah. It was. Yes, yeah. you are correct about that, brother. Yeah, yeah, so I've never been one of those guys that looked at it and said, oh, man, that would be cool to see Texas in a different type of orange. The never. oranges have uh, – people have stated they have looked stranger. Yeah, they have. Throughout the years, but it's still – relatively the burnt orange my thought is at this point um i don't see what's wrong with the option you don't ever have to wear them i mean you can have alternates but don't they have alternates for people to purchase and things like that exactly that's the whole point yeah that's my saying like you can have the alternate who who has to i mean who's go whose call is it to to wear the alternate it's the head coach i'm sure and you know maybe the athletic director right so you don't ever have to wear them Man, you can just have – if I was an athletic director, I would have probably as many alternates as Oregon or Baylor or Oklahoma State. Because of the purchasing power, and right? And I wouldn't wear them ever. Yeah. I would never wear them. I just have our – I'd wear them. I have players wearing them in practice maybe. They can wear them, which I think they've done before. Yeah. They were, they wore, I think Tom Herman did. They wore alternates, or maybe it was Charlie Strong, were alternates in practice. I do it in practice. It's, it's just marketing. Yeah, in the that's social, very much In the so. social media age, man, I'd have guys wear them all over the place, and then I'd sell them in all the UT co-op stores everywhere. We're going to sell them. Yeah. All, the alternates, all the alternates and everything. So you can order. And by the way, you know with NIL going on, you can order your favorite yep. uh, player's jersey in an alternate uniform. It's just money we're going to make, and it's just marketing. And oh. you don't ever have to do it. It's, it's considered like the nuclear option. Yeah. You can have it, but nobody ever wants to use it. So, <laughs> That'll be Texas and the alternate uniforms. I, so I, I don't can see deal what's with wrong that. with it. I can deal I, with that, I, but I, I thought you meant as a player. I think, is no, that I think no compromise on it to me is, you know, I, I think it's being a bit of a crotchety curmudgeon. All right, it's a new age. We're looking <laughs> at a new era of, of what amateurism used to be. Student athletes, all that stuff is new. I like that. I think now it's about marketing. It's about making money. It's about proliferating the brand. And CDC listens to the fans more than any other athlete. I mean, he is he he is accessible, and he is brilliant with his uh, kind of communication and connect connection right. with the fans. He really is. I've watched him. He is. I, I love him. Great politician. Um, but he, he is. He's someone that listens to the fans, even on social media. We talked about that. Hell, he announced the spring game, <laughs> the date of it, to what potentially could have been a bot <laughs> on Twitter. We don't even know some random dude, triple O five, uh, Texas swing pass, 072. You know what I mean? Like, who is this dude? He's like, uh, yeah, man, we're going to have a spring game here. So he, he is accessible. And I'm saying as a compromise, because we've been having this discussion for how long, Art? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. As long as I've been on the radio. That's I mean, it's been happening quite 50, a bit. Yeah. I'm sure going back yeah. longer than that, give the fans a compromise. Give them. The ones that want it, give it to them. Say, you know what? We'll have it. And, and, then, and then mock them and say, but we ain't ever going to wear them. Right. We're like, all right. 
It's for it, entertainment value. It's for and entertainment it's for, purposes only. And you get and you get the money from the Come revenue. Come on. Of it. And then the fans so, yeah. who want the NIL, yeah. with you know, they want to get NIL exposure. My man E. Hogan just walked in. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks like he's at home here. Yeah, he knows. He, oh, he's he like, knows no, his way around. Like, no one from Cheers. They just yelled his name out. <laughs> it was like, Aaron! When he walked in the door, they know that man very well. Um, but, yeah, I think, honestly, that's my idea. I'm always looking for a compromise. That's you know fair. I mean? I'm that's always fair. trying. I know people don't like that. Even when we dealt with the eyes of Texas, you're always looking for a compromise, man. Yep. Yep. All right, let's find a, a, something that makes everybody. Some that, common ground. Either makes everybody happy or everybody upset. Right. <laughs> That's, That's what we very need to be. Well, it's going to happen. Either everybody needs to be happy about it or everybody needs to be a little upset about it. You know what? That sounds like that's pretty fair. They always figure out a way to be upset yeah, and everybody's so not always I think, happy. Honestly, like I said, I think he should offer up the alternate uniforms. Do them and at practice, just at practice at the – that to me would be the – for him, in terms of usage, that'd be the most extreme usage of yep. the alternate uniforms. Never, ever in a game. And then almost write that into the bylaws at UT. Like, no, no, no. We always burn orange. That's what we are. For Ooh. business purposes, I would see the alternate yeah. uniforms. But as far as being on the field, no, nah, I'm cool with the. I mean, think about it. We always no, talk about the stormtrooper whites, right? Everybody with the icy whites. It's sweet. Man. And then you get over there and you got it's the sweet. burnt orange and you're like, what, what is this? And oh, now you love it, right? That's exactly what it is. So I'm more of the traditionalist when it comes to that type of deal. But I'm with you. If people want to buy it and they want to look for it, no, they want to buy it. Let them go ahead and get it. That's basically what they're telling you. See, yeah. he's like, man, take my. There's that, uh, that myth, that, yeah. that, that, that meme, that gift. Yeah. Take my money. Yep. That's basically what this is. They're like, CDC, we want you to take our money. But we want to spend it on alternate jerseys. Like, all right, y'all want to live in that world? Go ahead and live in that world. Yep. All right? We live in the real world where we are only, you know, we're traditional about our uniforms because they're iconic and they're classic. For sure. Give the fans what they want. Yeah. Give the people it, what they want, man. It's provocative. He gets the people <laughs> going. Get the people going. See? See? Yeah. <laughs> These beautiful ladies, they like it. That's all right. right. Hanging That's out right. here for Fat Tuesdays at, uh, at Mud, at Mud Buzz. Come on out here and hang out with us. Uh, great spot, too, man. Uh, e. Hogan's out here. It's a beautiful day, by the way, yep. as well. It's a perfect day to be out here hanging out. Okay, so let's get to some of the other uh, quotes from CDC from the virtual town hall meetings. Okay, so he said also they got plans that will be announced in the next two to three months for a new indoor practice facility. Mm-hmm. He said, and once we get the practice facility identified and we start raising money for that, they're going to start to go to grass and DKR. He said it's just a timing issue at this point. Yep. I'm fine with that. Yeah, well, okay, it's another debate. It's another one. I'm, I'm down about, with the grass. We got the off-season debates that, that happen. It's always a cyclical thing. Yep, yep. For long run football. Grass and turf. And I believe they've been turf since, what, 2009? Yep. Somewhere around mm-hmm. there. 2008, 2009, I believe, was the time they went to turf. And I'm not sure. I know, you know I'm not sure why they did it. We talked about it on Long Run Blitz a little bit. Obviously, financially. Turf right. is cheaper than grass. Uh, don't get the grass that they had there in Glendale. No, Arizona. no, no, not that no, one. No, no, whatever that that's, grass that, is. And that's real stay away grass, from that grass. And that's the crazy stuff. Stay away from that grass. That's the crazy no, stuff about it. I don't want that grass. No. Even Ricky Williams don't want that grass. <laughs> if Ricky don't want Ricky it, you don't know want it's that bad grass. grass. Nobody <laughs> wants that grass. That's some terrible grass. Man. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, no. I, yeah, so I, I have no problem with it. What are your thoughts? You're an athlete. So. Yeah. I'm more I'm more into I'm more conducive with the regular traditional grass where even though they try to grow it a certain way and they do different things with it you want to make sure that you have some soft landing spots. You know that turf it wears out on you and nowadays you got to look at it to 
as you get older type of deal because that's what happened with um, the original AstroTurf. That's why they changed everything because as you got older, your hips started getting bad. This going to happen as an older person anyway. Oh, yeah. But as an NFL player or a high-level player or any level player, you start looking back and you start saying, what did this come to? Well, it was because you were playing on concrete that was acting like it had grass on it. There's a lot of different things. So more science is put into it. You start looking at the – you know, the kinesiology majors. They've been looking at the different levels and how the body works and why it happens this way. And I truly believe that a lot of the injuries that we see is from the constant pounding of being on even the turf that they try to make soft. Mm-hmm. It's still off. It's hurting your joints. So if you go back to grass, you can trim it enough that you want to, or you can let it grow as high as you want, depending on the team that's coming in like Notre Dame and Very Iowa true. State. They'll raise it up on you. So if you got some burners on the outside, let me raise that up a little bit. Let it grow this week instead well, of keeping it trimmed. Slows you down too. Though. You're supposed hey, to be but the you fastest want to be on the out e- there. But you want it on an even level, baby. No, man. If I'm Texas, you're always supposed to be the fastest <laughs> team. You keep it low. Right. All right. It's for the track meet. You're supposed to be able to win the track meet. But I agree. That's a good point, though, about being able to kind of adjust it and gain, it, gain a competitive advantage. I'll say I also want to see the analytics, the data on injuries. Yep. Uh, you know, with a good sample size, yep. injuries on grass, injuries on turf. I know the belief is that grass is healthier mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the Cutting and moving around, and, yeah. yeah. The, that there's a, a lower injury risk on grass than right. on turf. Uh, but I'd like to see the real numbers on it. Now I'm sure somebody's on an in-depth study, and maybe now that Texas is switching, I'll go back and do it. But, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're playing on grass now, and I played on grass, actually. Yeah. And I believe most of the SEC schools now. Or a lot grass. on grass, yeah. So maybe that's part of it, too. Yep. Maybe it's just part of the culture you're going to that most of those schools are on grass. And Texas can afford it. Right. Financially, oh my goodness, can't they? Especially if it is healthier, yep. you can afford it. Yeah, you definitely should have grass. Um, so uh, I'm not opposed to that. And I never really cared one way, really, or the other about grass yeah. or turf as a player. I mean, as a player, you're going you to play, play, play in the street. You got, exactly. Yeah, it's like you got a ball up, we're going to play in the street. Yeah, it is and, what it and is. And I played on bad turf, and I right. played on bad grass. Right. I played on both. I really had. And I played on the Astrodome turf, which was some of the worst turf probably in all of football by the time I played on it. Right. By the time I was that playing, in Veterans it, Field in, in oh, uh, Veterans Stadium up in uh, Philly. Dude, yeah, by the yeah. time they were playing high school football playoff games in Astrodome or something like that late in my career, man, it was it was, it was terrible. Like you could see how bad it was. It was right. a terrible shape. And they they were Montreal was the same way. It was oh, terrible. It really was. Yeah. It, yep. Honestly, it, sh- it should have been unplayable. They shouldn't have been playing on it. Uh, anyway, uh, getting back to the virtual uh, state of the program or the virtual town hall meeting. Uh, he also said Texas will install LED lighting inside DKR uh, beginning right after spring ball. So I think it can have, like, the flash, flashing light yep, shows, yep, yep. Uh, the stadium, that kind of thing. He also remarked that a new 10,000-square-foot – man, a lot of construction – a new 10,000-square-foot recruiting area will be created this summer on the backside south end of DKR. And I believe yep. – yeah, I believe that is, like, right now it's kind of a, a turf place where they work out. They probably just kind of make it like a recruiting right. lounge of some sort. Well, remember the, the up at the top. Yeah. At the uh, before they built everything in Moncrief, you could go up there and they had that little turf up yep, there. They exactly. had that little area where people can go around. It was a very cool area. Yep. And then when they started all that construction in the new 
uh, south end zone, it was like, nah, that's got to go. Yep, that's got right. to go. Yeah, it's just too. It's prime real estate. <laughs> right. It's like, nah, we can't have that just for people to work out. Here. Right, right. That's prime real estate. That's right. Prime now. We got to build estate. that up. That's right. Um, the uh, Longhorn Network. People are worried about this. Longhorn Network will be folded into the SEC network. He's talked about this before. Yep. Um, but he said, "quote We have a year left with the Longhorn Network. We're working with our partners at IMG to kind of look at doing something a little bit different within IMG in terms of a new channel." that we could do some of our historical content with, but the Longhorn Network will no longer cease to exist. Uh, the Longhorn Network will uh, no longer cease to exist as we move into the SEC. Yeah, and he's actually, we got a little bit of hot water when he referred to the Longhorn Network as the History Channel. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean. I mean, we all, that's the running joke. I mean, they, I mean they, that's what it is. Everything really, is historical yeah, down there. It's, it's not a How lot many of times them. have I seen the 1969 game against Arkansas? Or the 2005 National Or the 2005 National Championship. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not enough original content. The original content they do is really good. Can I see a Final Four basketball game since it's been a while? We're yeah. in basketball season. That's true. Can I see a trip to Dishfault? I mean, to uh, Omaha? Can we see some of that? Can you put some baseball on there sometimes? Yeah, and it will be um, – un- yeah, I'm with you on that. I agree. Yeah. I, I think they should diversify, but it's not all their fault. I no, I agree with that. As somebody who, of rights. who's worked with those fine folks. Well, it's also ESPN got cheap Yeah, uh, with, with LHN. At one point, they were pumping money into it, and then they stopped pumping money into it. Yeah. And then they were kind of left to their own devices. So uh, they, they got some really good talent. You know they got good talent. Hell, right. look at where all the talent goes. Exactly. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sam Steele. Yeah. She's doing really well. You look at my man. man Haley Hartong. Kaylee Hartong's doing well. Yeah. Manny Acho's doing well. So it was a really good kind of developmental ground mm-hmm. for young talent when they were pumping money into it. They stopped pumping money into it, and then you see what happens. Your boy Brooksy, too. He was uh, our man, part Brooks of that run, too. He was doing too. a really good yep. job. Yep. KD. KD. KD yep. Well, yep. was there. I mean, they really had some great talent there uh so anyway uh so that's gonna happen also he remarked that the um the upper deck at the moody center um he talked about basically that they plan on when we put the arena so what he says when we put the arena at ten thousand seats uh we've been sold out every game um and the environment is second to none but he said the upper deck isn't likely to be open for Texas basketball games. Yeah, it should be. I mean, because the way it's been selling out, but it creates a great atmosphere. We've been both been in there and, and can't hear each other talk, by the, even though we're sitting right next to each other, which is a great I've about the thing. noise. It's a great when you got, thing. When you got people who are in their 40s, 30s, <laughs> complaining about the noise in Moody. It is definitely I mean, loud it's, enough. It's, it's loud as hell in there. Start texting the person next to you so you can have a conversation. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, he also remarked that uh, football season tickets are going to be cheaper. Yep. That's been a while since they've uh, lowered uh, season ticket prices, so that's pretty good. And uh, he also uh, talked about uh, the uh, concessions uh, and got into a lot of other stuff. He, yep. also, he was asked about whether they're going to add another sport. Yep. Because um, because women's beach volleyball was added. Yep. Yep. Because of the Title IX obligations, but also he says it's a it's a big cash cow too um, that. Basically, beach volleyball is a real big cash cow, and I'm sure he's done the research on that. Um, so he says that uh, right now uh, the female population at UT, basically Title IX, have must reflect that. Right. He said that's basically the Title IX obligation. He said right now they're at around 61%. You know, the um, biggest so. thing that I saw or heard about during the uh, town hall was the fact that Everybody's been asking about the exit fees and the money and everything that's involved in it. It says to pay to pay off Texas exit fee from the Big 12, the Longhorns won't receive 
any revenue distribution for the 23-24 year. The money will remain in the Big 12. So I thought that was a I thought that was big big news for that to happen to where it's like, all right, for us to be able to get out of here quick, we'll just go ahead and forego all of our revenue distribution during that year. I thought that was pretty interesting yeah. as well because you, you you're lowering prices, you're letting some money go. I mean, what are we doing? We need I to get think, this paid. I think they had a good year. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Last year, it took a Fiscal loss. It's good. They took a, lo- a loss, I believe, in the COVID year of 2021, yep. but in 2022, um, I believe they're back. You know. Uh, making straight cash homie well when you think about every sporting event has sold out for the most part yeah yeah you're doing really well because that money's already that some of that money's already in yeah and then you get that money where you're gonna be sticking around during the games and after the games and especially before the games when you're looking around what's going on on bevo boulevard you're doing all kinds of things so you've made money and you've done well yeah they're reinvesting in kind of the infrastructure as well of all of the programs building up we just talked about all the construction happening uh they're going to be building up a new indoor facility after that so uh they've done a good job of making sure that they um they're ready for the arms race that they're about to enter in the SEC. No That's doubt. basically what it is. <laughs> got to uh, be prepared, man. got to be prepared. You better understand the, uh, understand the assignments. No doubt. All right, we'll come back. We'll get into uh, some other NBA topics. Russell Westbrook potentially mm-hmm. signing with the L.A. Clippers. We'll get into that story. Uh, there's also a really interesting conversation happening right now in the NBA. Um, after the All-Star break, several players commented on load management. Um, some of them talked about not being happy about the load management culture in the NBA. We'll come back and talk about it. Is there anything the NBA can do about the load management problem? All that and more right here, live from Mudbugs, right here in Buda, right on uh, 104.9 The Horn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a Top of the Charts Tuesday. Also, it's Fat Tuesday. Top of the Charts Tuesday as well. Uh, we play jams that reach the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history. Uh, so we appreciate my man Corey back there twisting, twisting the dials. Uh, and appreciate Patrick as well because I'm sure he's always uh, oh, you know he's on the ground. working. Even though he's not there, trust me, he's, he's arranging our Top of the Charts Tuesday. So we appreciate him. Uh, okay, so and my man E. Hogan who hangs out here, has been here at Mudbucks before, tells me that this complex here it's got like a term for it so i think beauty meal and grain yep yep it's like the name of the complex i mean as you can see like, all this over here oh they got i mean it's, it's fantastic. they milling and they graining i don't yeah, <laughs> like, exactly i don't know how many different little shops are in here but they got it, it's really fantastic and of course we're out here at mud bugs uh having a good time getting ready for their fat tuesday party it's officially starting people are already showing up having a good time i'm sure you'll hear it 
later oh, yeah. on. No par- doubt about it. Yeah, when the party officially begins, yeah. we'll hear that. Uh, but come on out here. It's South Main Street uh, in Buda. If you're in the neighborhood, come on out here. We'll be out here throughout the entirety of the show. Um, all right, Harge, uh, you, you watch a lot of NBA. I do. And the NBA is starting to get some really cool storylines. And one of the latest storylines, and it's not, I don't think it's finalized yet, but uh, all the reports are that it is indeed happening. Uh, Russell Westbrook may indeed be joining the Clippers. Now, the Clippers are actually playing really well now. Oh, yeah, they are. Uh, They're fourth now in the West, Mm -hmm. I believe. They've won 10 out of their last 14 games. Uh, The the Clippers are actually starting to make some noise. They're starting to play really well at the right time, and I don't think any of the NBA players really care about anything until the All-Star break. I think think the players are just like us. Because I think it's like 25 games left, so now (laughs) you're starting to position, and you're like, oh, man, it's like baseball people. I can't wait for the playoffs to start. Then I'll be paying attention. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Uh, but what are your thoughts about this? I wonder. This is my. I, I wonder. Is, does he start? Is he in your starting group? Because no. they they don't really have a point guard, a no. true point guard. They're actually one of these teams that's been operating with more positionless basketball concepts. They don't have a true point guard. Terrence Mann is there. He's, he's operating. Good too. He's, he's operating good. as a point guard, but he's he's not a true point guard either. What they have is they have amazing shooting, great yep. shooting. Like, everybody right now for the Clippers, all of their stars are shooting at a really high level, especially from three-point range. Uh, uh, Paul George, Kawhi, yep. Markeith Morris, uh, Norman Powell, all those guys are shooting around like 37 38% from three-point range. I mean, they really can hurt you from outside. And I wonder if they can, I don't know, let Westbrook come off the bench as a spark. Uh, whether than you know in certain in certain lineup, but maybe they just want a point guard. But if he dominates the ball as the point guard, I worry that all the progress they've made so far may go out the window. Not to anybody's fault, but that's just his game, and he's a kind of a succubus. Yeah, yeah. With the basketball, not that he won't get his, but that it could be at the detriment of their chemistry, their formula right now. One of the things that. I think Russ has gone through here in the last couple of years, and it may be even more so now, is humility. I mean, this is a guy that has gotten changed from team to team. to. He signed a five-year deal with OKC and has played with a different team for five years. That's crazy, man. He's That's crazy. And so each was, year. That was like two, three years of winning the MVP? That, exactly. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact of – He's always felt like he's got this chip on his shoulder, which is great to an extent. And you don't you when you when KD left OKC, yeah, it was a little bit different for you. Paul George came in, you and Paul George had your thing, but did you notice that Paul George left after that one year? Then you go to Houston, things don't work out there. You leave again. You're bouncing around from team to team to team, team. and then you get traded. And then you get the buyout, and now you have an opportunity to stay in L.A. on a team that can definitely be a contender where you also have stars of stars. You didn't make the all-star team this year, bro. So the humility needs to set in with him. Now, I don't know if it is because you know as well as I do, when you get to that level, you're a doggone alpha. You're still going to be that alpha dog, and you want to go in there and be that guy. But you also got to know your surroundings. You do. You have quality players that have been MVPs as well. Let it happen. Play as a group. Play as a team. That's the that's the rust that I want to see because you know I know as well as I do, my man gonna get in there and get him a triple double. 
You don't have to worry about Russ exactly. playing hard. He gonna get. Yeah, he gonna I play agree. hard. Y'all talk. We'll talk about load management in a minute. Russ don't believe in that. Russ ain't taking days off. I agree with you. He's that. gonna be your guy. Yeah. So Russ, understand your role. Understand who you have on your team. Understand your place in this party, and you will be okay. Yeah. The question Tyron is, Tyron Lue ain't gonna pull it up with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tyron Lue is is trying to win. That's why he's there. He wants to win. Yeah. And the question is, is Russ getting his? On the road, though, uh, out amongst people looking live, we're at Mudbugs out here in Buda. If you're in the neighborhood, please come out here and join us. Uh, folks are getting ready for a party, Fat Tuesday party. Uh, I can see guys rolling. There's a band, the instruments. Oh, yeah. Instruments with beads. Uh, see, all the guys came prepared. They got oh, the beads knew. on. Other guys knew potentially there may be some ladies out here waiting to flash you for some beads. So y'all all brought some beads. And I can tell you right now, you're going to be very – he only got beads <laughs> on too. And I can tell you, all the guys wore these beads simply because they expected a woman to flash them for beads. And I can tell you, they're going to be very disappointed. This is a fashion, this is a fashion statement for me. That's no, the reason why I wear no. no, I'm not giving up my beads. Yo, I mean, you got to be special okay. your wife, for my beads. Your you got to be special your for wife, my beads. Your wife knows you like boobs before you even met her. She's okay with you giving hey. Getting flashed for food. It's okay. As long as you don't go further than that, I think it's okay. On Fat Tuesday to get flashed. That's not any, that cheating. As long as it's consensual and the beads are exchanged and everybody's happy, it's just a really good time. Sign me up. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why you think Mardi Gras is so big in New Orleans. And really, nobody would care about Mardi Gras, in my opinion, if not for the bo- oh, boob, yeah. boob flashing being a part of it. The, the weekend of I, 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 the yeah. – the weekend of the – we're back weekend when Texas was at in New Orleans. It was New oh, Year's that oh, yeah. weekend. We were there for a week. You're right. We were there for a week. Mm-hmm. So we were at all the practices, and we had the media dinner. And we went up to the top, and they gave us so many beats from the – on, on uh, I want to say 6th Street, but um, Bourbon Street. It's the wrong time of year. Oh, my gosh. We was – no, it was never the wrong time of year <laughs> because everybody was in town because it was so New Year's – we, it was New Year's weekend. Were there still women flashing? Oh, my gosh, yes. Really flashing still going on? Oh, my on. goodness. That's what I love about New Orleans. It's something yeah. about just being in that environment. Yes, go have a party. Let's go. Want, that That's makes right. the ladies want to flash. Makes you, you forget everything on in your world. It's beautiful. It's like yeah. Vegas. It is like Vegas. And some of those places are like warps. <laughs> exactly. You enter them. And then you forget all about you your back, adult oh. responsibility. After the, you can be as irresponsible as you want as an adult. You got kids, family. You go to Vegas. Somebody yeah. sees you puking on the sidewalk. They're like, Ah, he's in Vegas. <laughs> That's what it is, man. I love you it. I, mean? oh, I love great. it. Same thing, I'm sure, happens uh, in New Orleans. Uh, all right, so we got a lot to get into uh, throughout the show. Sorry about the technical difficulties, folks. Um, that could happen again. We're also going to have a live band out here at Mudbugs. It is a party going on. Let me assure you of that. So if you're in the neighborhood. In Buda, that's where the spot is, um, and it is Buda Mill and Grain, Grain yep, I believe yep, is yep. the name of the facility. Thank you, brother. Uh, that's where, like, all different shops are, and that's where Mudbugs is. 306 South Main Street uh, is where uh, the Mudbugs restaurant is. I haven't eaten here yet, but I've heard 
great things. Yep. Every time I tell somebody I'm going here, they get excited for me. That's how you know the food's good. Right. Tell somebody you're going somewhere, they go, ooh. Oh, try this. You need to try this. And try like, this. Okay. All right. That's how I know. Try this. Food must be good. You're excited. <laughs> you're not even going there. Right. All right. Uh, let's get – I don't know if you want to get back to the Russell Westbrook conversation, uh, but I think we – like I said, I, we'll get back to it later on. Um, there's a different conversation that I really want to dive into. And, uh, Corey, do you have this sound of Anthony Edwards? Uh, you do? Because I want to play this really quickly. And this is a conversation, obviously, that probably is a little bit more in-depth. It's going to um, deserve a little bit more attention than we can give it just right now. But I do want to get Hard's thoughts on it. A young NBA star, Anthony Edwards, um, and his thoughts on what he thinks is the biggest issue, or uh, his biggest complaint about the current NBA. Here it is. If there's anything I could change about the league to make it better, probably just all the guys sitting resting. That's the only thing I probably don't like. Um, just play, man. If you, if you, if you, if you, eighty percent, you got to play. I, I don't, I don't like all the sitting, missing games and stuff. Like these people, these people might have enough money to come to one game. You know what I'm saying? And it, that might be the game they come to, and then you sitting out. You know what I'm saying? So. I take pride in trying to play every game because I don't know. It might be one fan that has never seen me play, and I'm trying to play. So, I don't. That's the only thing I don't like. Uh, guys just sitting out. All right, Harsh. Anthony Edwards, man of the people. Yep. He's like, nah, man. Uh, people pay good, hard-earned money to come see me play and see my skills showcased on a big stage. I don't want to let him down. Now he is a young man. He's got young legs. I'm a 43-year-old man. I can tell you, as you get older. I, I, I totally load, get load, it. Load management sounds like a good idea. But when you're being paid millions of dollars to perform on a big stage. Forty uh, and, million. And you're some. In, you are in the entertainment industry. Thank you. And the show must go on. For sure. Yeah. And the fact, too, I work hard for my revenue. So if my, my family wants to go to a game, let's just say – my son's a big fan of Russell, West, yes, uh, Russell Westbrook and Russell Wilson. He loves the Russells. Yeah, he loves the Russells. <laughs> if I'm spending my money to go to this game, I expect Russ to play. I expect Michael to play. So, because that is true. There may, this may be the only time in my life that I get this opportunity to take my kid to watch this game with, or myself. With schedule and financing. With, yeah, schedule, yeah, financing. Yeah. Uh, room and board, you got to, yeah, everything that's involved with it. I've invested five grand to go to this game by traveling out of town, but yet and still you don't want to participate because you got load management. It's not like you're playing back-to-backs either. They don't play that many back-to-back days. So with that being said, I don't understand how they can't find a way to play these games. Uh, yeah. Just uh, play less minutes in the game. Is it is it possible? Is it more on the NBA? Should the NBA reconsider 82-game season? No. Is that something they should reconsider? Okay. Are we going to give them a pay cut because there's less games that you're playing already? You're already not playing. So you want to make sure that you got this load management. I'm, I'm the one that I do not want to ever sit out unless I am in a boot or I had surgery or something. That's the only way because you never know when your last game is going to be either with your load management. So I'm all, I'm, I'm all for what he's saying as a young man, as an older player. If you're able to participate every single day, you're working out every single day. LeBron James spends over a million dollars on his body every single year. 
what you need load management for. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, here's what Adam Silver had to say. Of course, he's trying to be nice to his players. He did. He said, I think part of the realization these days in playing in this league is that this is a year-round pursuit now. I think part of our injury avoidance means how players are treating their bodies year-round, how teams are interacting with players year-round, and using the best data to conclude what will allow players to stay healthy and on the floor as long as possible. We think we can do a better job, but we basically – he said we don't have a specific plan yet. That's basically what it comes We can come up with, a, with some data they, points for anything these yet. days, man. You know that. You were just talking about it just a minute ago, talking about the surfaces and how many injuries can be avoided versus this. I mean, we can find data on all of this Oh, they stuff. have data on That's it. what I'm and saying. That's, that's so. part of where it comes from. Right. I mean, Pop was – Big into load management with his first. Man, Pop Pop was just like, man, I got to take – I'm, I'm going to chill out with my boys today. I'm gonna, <laughs> I don't care about nothing. Well, I no, he's just trying – I want my players to be peaking at the right time. So if it, it's uh, about peaking at the right time, it means peaking right around the time the playoffs start. Agree. And 82 games, especially when you got back-to-back sometimes, that can be very – yeah, that can be hard on the durability of players. Yeah. And I think he just figured a lot of play, coaches, along with their analytics staff, their training staff, figured out, all right, you know what, this player with this body type, with this, these ailments, this history, needs to play this many games right. to be peaking at the right time. And that's so different for every player. That's true, and, and that's. But again, but I'm with you. I'm, I don't agree with it because I I'm an NFL. do it at the end the, of the, the season. The NFL culture is different. The NFL culture is play at all costs right to the point where you're damaging your body to the point where you take years off your life you play and you were also you play a guy that costs. wanted to be on the field all the time well that's the nfl because the nfl basically you can't make the club in the tub so we right. will, exactly. it's a different culture in a sport where the yeah. money is guaranteed right yeah, NFL, yeah. you got to go work for your money ding 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 ding. we'll ding. cut your butt tomorrow right and we'll ask for our money back ask ricky williams like now nah, you know what we want our money back yeah I don't know how the sports do that. No, you're right. NFL will sue you to get money back. <laughs> no, I was with the Detroit Lions, and I was on injury reserve one year, but they paid me like I made the extra right, roster. Right, like, like, like they did just had Hamlin. They deducted the money from my check the next year. It was like, yeah, sorry, we overpaid you, but we took some of that money back. <laughs> just so you know what's going on. I'm like, what? You're taking the money back? Yeah, we're taking that money back. I hope back. you invested some of that I'm stuff. Like, you're like, you just keep, let me keep the bread? I was like, really? Like, no, we can't. The NFL don't play like that. Yeah, that's true. So it's a league where, no, you play at all costs. You've got to go earn it. And Major League Baseball, NBA, different leagues, guaranteed bread. Different culture. Yeah, it is totally different culture. And, and you're I right. But it, I, by the way. But I'm, I'm to the point, too, where it's like, don't, don't give me low management. I can see baseball, they play 162 games a year. A you're traveling, you're flying all over the country. Basketball, you're playing two games a week, maybe three, maybe three. And I think three is pushing it for the NBA. So I'm, I'm just like, if I'm traveling and going to watch a game, I need you to be performing. I need you there because it's not cheap anymore. I can't go in there and just have a beer like I used to. I can't. My, my kids want popcorn. I'm spending money the entire time. I'm like, come on, man. And I'm sitting in there watching a four-string point guard from from, from one of these. Watch it. Hey, Mac, Mac McClung might be out there playing, man, from the G League. He might get promoted or something. Now, see, my son will like that. He will like Cause that. Because he, he knows he's going to get some freakish dunks. Um. I'll say this. I think uh, this is a good point, though, <laughs> about the, the snacks and everything. Right. Maybe you should sneak snacks into games like don't you do for tell, the movies. Don't be telling everybody what we do. Like you do to the movies. Now they try to ask no. you for the clear bag. 
That's right. <laughs> They're asking you for the clear bag. Honestly, it's not as sneaking like it used to. It's kind of up to the man to sneak in the snacks. Right, because the pat down. Because the ladies, yeah, the ladies now have the, yeah. have the clear bag, so they can't sneak in the snacks. As a man, you kind of got to wear like a jacket or something right. like that, like a pullover where you can sneak in snacks. Right, right. Because they don't care. It won't metal out no, of your pockets. they won't metal. They so don't they care, don't about, care about the chocolate. Yeah. Or the sweet tarts. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I had that. My exactly. bad. Exactly. It was just found it in my pocket. I always play stupid like, what? <laughs> I had these in my pocket for a couple of days. I didn't know these were in there. There you yeah. go. So, yeah, I know it's tough. Anyway, uh, let's get to the flex real quick. Uh, Corey, hit us with the flex, please. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, uh, they have uh, playoff action here in mm-hmm. Central Texas for all of the high school teams, and that recap is up there for you uh, at flxatx.com. Flxatx on all of your social media platforms. Uh, Westlake, man, close win. Yeah, over Westwood, forty-five to forty-four. Uh, Buda Johnson, fifty-six thirty-six win over uh, Vandegrift. And tonight you have a couple of matchups: Lake Travis. Taking on Round Rock tonight. At Vandegrift. At Vandegrift High School, oh, if you're nice. going to be out there. Yeah, there Huddle's going to take on Cedar Hill at Waco Midway. Weiss is going to take on DeSoto in Lorena. And then in the 4A action, Rouse takes on Cur- Curbville Tyvee in Fredericksburg. Leander and Bernie Champion in Drip. Uh, Hayes got a lot of talent on that team versus Wagner at Littlefield. Mm-hmm. And then you also, last night, LBJ beat Georgetown Eastview with their first win, beat McCallum, first playoff win, and Hendrickson beat Northeast 100 to 50. Hold up, what? 100 to 50. 100 to 50. They're bowling. I heard Zay playing that earlier, so I thought I'd give a shout-out to that. How good is Hendrickson? Hendrickson is pretty good. They're talented. I mean, they, they, they came from a tough district. That's a lot of points. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna they will get up, they will get up and down the floor and they press you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Man, uh, that's a lot of points in the high school game. All no right, uh, some great action. Uh, and the recap of that action is up at flxatx.com. So go check it out for yourself. Uh, go to flxatx on all of your social media platforms. We come back. We got NFL news, notes, and nuggets to get into. The uh, window has opened for the franchise tag. We'll talk about that. There's a report that your Dallas Cowboys, Harge, are looking at one of the top three quarterbacks in the NFL draft. What say you? Mm-hmm. We'll hear from my man Harge about that when we come back. We'll also uh, talk about Derek Carr. Apparently, Derek Carr is taking a lot of visits. We'll see who's going to win the Derek Carr sweepstakes in the offseason. All that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn.